What's up, party people? On this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast, we get you prepared for that late-minute playoff push. We talk about the players, about who we're going to start, who you're going to sit, who we like, who we don't like, all that and much more on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. All right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. But let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex the Bliss. You almost think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. What's up, Party People? Welcome, 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 welcome back to another fantastic, informative, exciting, entertaining, and always somewhat questionable episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless here, my co-host, live and direct, with much respect. Alex Marchetti, what's up, BFAs? And back... What's up? And oh. back at it once again, once again, back is the incredible Special Juan. What's oh. up, Special Juan? What's going on, BFAs? How are you guys doing today? You're doing back to back to back. Back to back. Uh, to back. To back. back to back to back to back. Little so stop, to, uh, stop rapping. Shout out to uh, Matthew's favorite rapper, Drake. We're going back to back. To who? Who's my favorite rapper? <laughs> Hold on, let me turn down this, as you so like to call it, the Miles Garrett music. Because you said this is what Miles Garrett was listening yeah, to. Yeah, I head swear. I see him swinging that helmet, like, come here, Mason. <laughs> and, then, and then just and just like playing this. Yeah. <laughs> like. Take that, Mason Rudolph! Volume two of Street Fights. Yeah, this would be like a great song. Like if you had like an alarm and a thief like just came into your house and you hear instead of like the weep weep weep, hear this, right? I saw a meme that said that it was like it's like imagine like a burglar just uh, breaks into your house and then they hear like let the body hit the floor. You know, oh yeah, let I remember the that. bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Like if you know that if that was your burglary song, oh like gosh. you know, instead of a siren, you hear that. Yeah, the, the thief would go right away. Yeah, yeah like all like the gates shut. It's like now it's like you know a Bronx Hill. Now you can't leave. Now you just can't leave. And they just hear this. <laughs> Miles Garrett music. <laughs> Miles Garrett, your actual security system. He comes out with like a picture stealer his like helmet. <laughs> Imagine in, in every snare here, he's just yeah. slamming the helmet. Yeah. That's got to. It's got to be a um, like some sort of skit. Someone's got to do some comedy skit of some sort. Oh, wait, I think they did one in Saturday night. <clears throat> I didn't see it though. They did one, and I posted it actually on, on the on the Instagram. Actually, you can check it out at BFB Podcast. Check it out on Instagram and Twitter. I posted it about uh Terry, um, the linebacker. Uh, Terry something. It's it's on our it's on our Instagram, but it's like he, he's the office linebacker, but he makes sure everybody's doing like efficient work. Mm-hmm. It's like you know you need a TPS room, you need a cover sheet on your TPS report, Richard. That ain't new, baby. He's like and he's just tackling people. I don't know, it kind of reminded me. It's of like you are like that's a long this is called Craig Pinky. Remember Pinky? <laughs> oh, the best. Yeah, I wish he was my manager. <laughs> Pinky? Yeah, I don't imagine. That's so funny. All right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Moving on, people. Anyways, party people, um, here on the episode here, we're going to, you know, it's uh, 
Thursday. So we're going to talk about the games, get you prepared for the games as best as we possibly can. These, I don't know about you guys, but real quick, this is like a <laughs> must-win week for me, like in every single one of my leagues. Yeah, you expressed that last, last Yeah, because even like the ones that I'm doing good in, that like I'm in third place, there's like a six-way tie for like third in like a four-man league because it's a six-way tie. And it's just like, uh, still, it's just... Uh, I could easily lose the next two weeks. I I could be out of the playoffs in every league. That'd be stops. yeah. I think it must win for me in three of the five leagues that I'm in. One of them already clinched the the buy already. Nice. So I'm already good. I'm you coasting know. for that one. I'm good till you good till till week thirteen. Well, okay, no, week good. fourteen. I'm yeah. good till week fourteen. Rub, there, rub, yes. No, week fifteen. Fourteen is the buy. Oh yeah, you're right. Week fifteen, even better. <laughs> So that one, I'm like stress-free. I'm stress-free on that one, but in the FYPM, uh, I got to win, okay, especially okay. this week's matchup. The standard league, I'm I'm behind, so I need some some wins and some losses to work for me. And in the Dynasty League that we have, the BFB Dynasty League, I'm, I'm still in the race, but I need, you know, That's things to align as well. That's also competitive. You're out already in that league. Automatically out? Yeah, you're out. In Dynasty, like, you're tango yeah. and cash with Andy, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I beat yeah. you again. Yeah, but <laughs> I beat you yeah, three times this year, Juan. You're out already. All right. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm three you're mathematically out. I know. I'm like I'm three really and zero against Juan, and I am two and one against Marchetti because you beat me one week in Dynasty. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I remember last year I beat you by like a point something, Ooh, like that. something like that. Rubbing, yeah, just rubbing so it. That's just that. That's you know that's alcohol for the burnt, for the for the cut open wound. Right yes, there. Just, you just reopened it right now, right? I guess I did. No, I'm fine. Was it a, was it a playoff? It, no, thankfully it wasn't. It was nah, a regular right. season. Because if it was a playoff, then definitely that would have been uh, no, you just nothing. Reopened. Tops my thirty for thirty win against Viviani and the, the championship game. Yeah, really nothing. 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 Last. Yes. Play last game. Bad I, snap. I remember that too. Recovery. It's a fumble. Your brother was there with me. I was. I was at. We should do we our own there. thirty we for thirty. Like we should just. Do I was a at, mock one. We should. We'll do it. And I was at. Well, I remember the whole thing. But remember, I was at blend with your brother, and he's like, "That's a fumble. You won, Flex. You won." I was, won. Right I was like, "I won." I was right next to you. Uh, you were there too. I don't remember. I remember because you right brother- next to you. Oh, okay, I don't remember. Yeah, this. I was I, right <laughs> next to him and Andy and and Roland. <laughs> he blacked that, out. That reminds me of you know all those big moments in sports, right? And everyone says they were there. It's like, oh, yeah, in that game, I was there. Yeah. I was there. I was so you just reminded me of that person that says there. that there was there. they I was were there. there. I was there. Oh, I was, was <laughs> next to Matthew. I he was, was next to Matthew when I he was. Literally <laughs> right next to him. I tried <laughs> to talk to him, but so many people Flex, were around Flex, him, I couldn't get to talk Flex to him. Flex doesn't remember. I remember when he just texted him. He's like, oh, my God. I texted God. you. I texted yeah, he texted you. He's like, I won. OMG. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Pop champagne. Pop champagne. Like, I remember when... um. In uh, Saquon Barkley's first touchdown game, when he ran it for his first game at MetLife Stadium, and he ran it for oh, touchdown. when you went to the bathroom, and yeah. I was there in the bathroom. So I was there in the bathroom the whole time. Oh, that's fine though. It's not nothing major, really. So every hunt? time I really was in for his every first, every time like, you think about against Saquon the Jaguars, Barclays, he ran fifty yards. Uh-huh. Saquon touchdown. Barkley's and first touchdown. You was in the bathroom. Oh he was peeing. So he was what? taking a leak. No, it's not. Oh my gosh, creepy. Creepy. I'm there. I'm there. Saquon. I'm, I'm, a big, just, I'm your biggest fan. I always wanted you to drive. See, like, and with, I went to the first game you when you scored your first touchdown. <laughs> I was in the bathroom. I was there. I was there. I was taking a pee. It was, yo, as soon as I as soon as I whipped it out, the stream kept going. Whip, I heard the whole crowd going. I whipped it out too. Like, like, oh, and you scored. I held it back in. I went back to my seat to see it, but you had already scored back then. 
Oh my gosh! It was worth it. All right, let's. He listens to the show, Saquon Barkley. He's gonna be very uh, happy about this. Yeah, he he jogs and he listens to this podcast. He does. He does. Listens to the podcast. Of course. (laughs) Who wouldn't listen to this podcast? Every giant. (laughs) Everybody who has ears when that listens to this podcast. Anyways, uh, let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk about today's. uh, Let's talk about today's game. Tomorrow's game. I'm sorry, Sunday's game and Monday's game. Let's talk about all those games. How about that? How about that? All right. Go ahead, Dougie. Start us off. So let's start off with the first game of today's uh, Thursday night football game. It's, it's a divisional matchup. It's going to be a great matchup. You're talking about the Texans versus the Colts. The, they're playing. They're going to play in Houston this game. As you know, Colts beat them the first time, and they're both tied for the record. So whoever wins will be the lead dog in their division. Yeah, that's so the Colts are. Well, the Texans are the favorite by three and a half points, and the over-under is 45 and a half. So, Jacob, J- Jacoby Brissett, I think he'll be an interesting start here. You're talking about Houston Texans who are ranked 27 amongst um, amongst quarterbacks. They, are, they allow about 21.3 points to, to quarterbacks. J- Jacoby Brissett will be good, especially, especially if T.Y. Hilton ends up being activated into tonight's matchup. He, uh, that's still on the fence right now, but if he is, you're talking about an added weapon for the Colts offense that's much needed at the moment. And I think he'll be an uh, interesting play for this game. Now, the players that you know have been the hottest waiver pickups for this week is Jonathan Williams and Jordan Wilkins. These are two players that you cannot say definitively one of them is going to be the lead dog at the moment. Uh, I tend to go more with Jordan Wilkins here. Uh, he seems like he's back. He's clear to play. And it's, there's going to be a split in as far as our snaps for both of these players. I know Jonathan Williams looked really good last week. He ended up being the number 13 running back for the week. Uh, with He had 13 carries with four red zone touches. And he had one target, 147 yards. And he evaded six tackles. Uh He's 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 a player that I guess you gotta take a shot if you want. Houston's is the only thing is that Houston is uh, number thirteen against running backs though. They do allow seventeen point five nine fantasy points, and if this ends up being a negative script for the Colts, that means Neham Hines is gonna be the guy that's gonna be playing more in this offense than uh, the Jonathan Williams and the Jordan Wilkins per se. Now another player that I know a lot of people have been kind of upset with especially lately, is Zach Pasquale. I don't think he's a player that you should be playing regardless. You're talking about Texans. Texans, I know it, it looks good. It looks sexy that they're the 28 wide, they're 28 against wide receivers. So you're thinking Zach Pasquale might bounce back, but you're talking about a player that was ranked 62 and 76 the last two weeks. I, I'm, I'm not going to like this. I'm not too confident with it. Because what they could do is that they could just bracket him. They could just uh, they they could just double cover him because there's no other weapons for the for the the Indiana Indianapolis Colts here. So he's a player that I tend to fade. Now, one that I'm more interested in playing if it's going to be a, a receiver is going to be a tight end. A tight end here. Hey, uh, you're talking about Jack Doyle has zero targets last week, zero points. So the tight end that I would like here, preferably it will be Eric Ebron. He constantly gets red zone targets. Last week he had four targets with one red zone. 
He gave me four receptions with 27 yards. He, get, he he ended up being, okay, the number 23 tight end for the week. But those red zone targets is very attractive to me, and that's a player that you probably will should pivot amongst all the receivers if T.Y. Hilton is not playing. All right, and the Texan side, uh, I guess I guess uh, Jordan, uh, Carlos Hyde. Sorry about that. Carlos Hyde, he's been very surprising this week. You don't like it? You don't like it, Juan? Uh, no, I don't like your <laughs> cell phone etiquette. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm All like right. the old lady in the bus. No, nah, but yo, Carlos Hyde, not for nothing. You guys can't see this, but Juan pulled his calf muscle and he literally has a cane. And I'm like hitting he's him with the cane. He's literally hitting him with the cane. Like, like he's, What are you doing, young man? Get off your He's poking him with the handle side. Usually you poke him with the bounce side, side but. No. All right. So, Colts, I know you'd be scared because you look, oh, they're number five against running backs. They're number five against running backs, right? But if you look at Carlos Hyde's performance week by week, he's only been outside the running back three numbers as a RB3. How many times do you think? Um, what do you say, Flex? He's been outside RB thirty six, so he's been thirty six or worse ten times, four times. <laughs> nope, no once, two times, twice, twice. Week close. three and week seven. How many times do you think he was RB uh, two? Once, eight. He's been RB two or higher three times. Three times, okay. So he's been an RB three. He's he's. I think if you have a, a buy, especially if you lost like a Marlon Mack, and you have. You have Carlos Hyde here. He's a player that you probably should be playing. Uh, it, it, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. I think this is going to be a more of a high-scoring game that people are going to expect. So in this game, give me the Texans at home. They're going to bounce back. They had an ugly game against the Baltimore Ravens last week. They got really embarrassed. That was an embarrassment. That was an embarrassment for them. So they're playing at home. They're going to be playing for, you know, the name, the, the the jersey, the colors. So, and they, it's a must win for them. They lost the first game, their first matchup against the Colts. And it's very tough to sweep your division rivals. I, I see a split here. So, I give me the Colts covering, and I like the over on this game. Uh, give me the Texans in this game, and give me the over as well. Give me the over as well, and I'll take the Texans. Uh, one thing I forgot to go over about is just some news and some notes that are going around oh, the league. Oh, thank you. Let me just go over that. Okay, you're welcome. Uh, Rams, the wide receiver, Robert Woods, what is, uh, was a surprise scratch on Sunday night due to personal reasons. He is not yet back in the building with his teammates as they prepare for the Monday night game against the Ravens. Not back yet. It's kind of that, weird. That's crazy to me. That's bizarre. Weird. I'm a Robert Woods owner, and I'm really upset. I'm going to tweet at him right now. I was like, what's going on? Nah, I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm you joking. You could text me if you need I'm joking. Help. I'm joking. But... Uh, it, it is concerning. Josh Reynolds is out there. Hey, you could pick him up. I know it's against the Ravens. The Ravens have been lights out. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about when we get Go to ahead. the Rams game. Go we'll ahead. get to that. Uh, but uh, Shermer is optimistic that Solder, Jenkins, and Sterling Shepard will clear the concussion protocol, but they will likely won't go for final clearance until tomorrow. Evan Ingram is not practicing again. It is safe to assume that he will miss the Bears game. That sucks for me. Uh, D.D. Westbrook not expected to practice today because of an illness, so we'll see how that goes. Keep your eye on that if he is somebody that you have on your uh, roster. This is one thing I don't understand when I read this. Uh, amongst the 11 players listed as limited was wide receiver Tyler Lockett, officially listed as a shin. What does that mean? 
I don't know. Neither uh, do I. It was saying I just that got, the knee was swollen. I don't know if the, sh- if the shin is now swollen. Shin. No, but he's listed as limited. What were you going to say, Alex? No, I just sometimes they're just bored and they just want to write something. It's like, oh, what? you have any problems today? Uh, yeah, my shin. Okay, shin. Well, shin. He's, he's, he's listed as swollen. a shin. Maybe he meant questionable and they wrote as a shin oh, and it was autocorrect. Okay, my bad. Maybe. No, question, officially listed as a shin. Okay. Uh, Maybe it might be questionable and they just wrote this wrong as, as I'm reading shin. these notes. Typo. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. He's official. He's officially listed as a as a as a tibula. Um, that's an upgrade from what Carol says during his press conference when we said Lockett would not practice. Uh, well, anything from questionable to shin is definitely yeah, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then once you get the collarbone, you know you're straight good. You get the clavicle, you're great. Yeah. All right. So Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams and fullback Danny Vitell uh, were the only limited participants today. Uh, Jimmy Grant uh, is got a Veterans Day's rest. Nelson Aguilar did not participate with a knee injury. Alshon Jeffrey and Jordan Howard were limited, just so you guys know. And uh, Mark Cooper, full participation in practice. He's back. Yeah, uh, Swimmy's back. He's back. It's not a such He's swinging the cane. Uh, Brandon Cooks continues to be on track to play. Uh, and uh, Pete Carroll expects Tyler Lockett to play, as I said earlier. Uh, Will Farrell, Will Farrell, wow, Will, Will Fuller. <laughs> I, I Will didn't Fuller. know he plays football. He plays football. <laughs> he plays the drums really well. I'll tell you that much. Well, it's uh, Will Fuller listed as questionable for uh, the game tonight. All right. Do you like Will Fuller if he plays doggy? Uh, if I, mm, the thing is that usually when a player comes back from injury, I, I try to fade because I would like to see how much they use him and utilize. Okay, so you like to see it first. I like to see it first. Yeah, I like to see it first. I'm not gonna play him. No. Uh, Deontay Johnson, Benny Snell were at full participants, but Juju Smith-Schuster and James Conner did not participate. It is almost also safe to say that they, neither of those guys will play. We'll get to that a little bit when we talk about that, too, yeah. for Juju and James Connors. It looks like they will not play against the Bengals, which is a good matchup for them. Uh, and yesterday, George Kittle will not did not practice, and he has since practiced since October 30th because of his knee ankle injury. Also, who did not participate was uh, Brita, Emmanuel Sanders, and Debo Samuels. And then uh, on another update on George Kittle, is that better than last week? Not good enough to practice yet, but everybody who is not practicing today will be in game time decision Odell Beckham Jr. Jarvis Landry were limited in practice with uh, and um oh and Olivier Vernon's knee was out Mr. Trubisky back at full participation at practice oof and tough practice for the Bengals the other day uh, AJ Green Auden Tate uh, none of them uh were at practice which is not surprising but it's a good news for the Titans as Corey Davis J uh Jay and Brown and Delaney Walker all back at practice that's like a nice way to end the story. And they lived happily ever after. Thank you for the news news. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it also looked like that Julio Jones looks like he had an observe, <laughs> uh, observation today with a limp that he had. Matt Ryan appears, appears to have the day off while playing through his ankle injury, but no Freeman, no Austin Hooper. Um, and yeah, and then David Njoku revealed he had surgery on his wrist after initially saying he wouldn't. Also, Eric B. Ebron today is listed as questionable. And T. Wright Hilton is also listed as questionable today. Even though he was in full participation for practice, he's still listed as questionable for today. So if he's in there, get him in your lineups. If he's in there, which is, you know, it's not not somebody you sit. I know Alex has him. Do you? Are you going to start him? If I'm going to start? T. Wright Hilton. No. If he plays, of course. Oh, you don't want to wait to see it? Nah. He's a player that you play right away. Got it. 
All he needs is one target, one touchdown. And you're talking about the Texans. Uh, here, the Texans. Yeah, yeah. Give All me, right. Give me, give, me, give me T.Y. I told you this is going to be an over game. Miami Dolphins at Cleveland Browns. Juan, take it away. Miami. Miami is so nice for a week or two, and then you just want to get out of there. But Miami. Uh, <laughs> I love Miami. <laughs> Miami. To move? To I, would, I would live there. You would live there. I did live there at one point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you're back. Because <laughs> yeah, I had to. I wonder uh, why. Because the economy sucks. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so that's. So I nothing. guess if you had a lot of money and you have a nice. Oh, no, but you know, but you know why I moved to Florida. So I had to move back because difference. Yeah, but economy sucks there, right? I was on the I was on the lamp from the law, and then things cooled down, so I was safe for me to return. <laughs> That's why you're not on the wanted list for the Broward County, are you? No, nah, not not anymore, not anymore, not Broward <laughs> County, Dade County, yes, Dade, Dade County, County with people no. back then. More criminals in Broward. I'm saying much more than I should. <laughs> Thank you, please. I'm gonna have to Did kill you hang out with Antonio Brown. <laughs> I need a lawyer. Guys. <laughs> I need a lawyer present. Done with the Miami tour sites. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. So go Sheesh. ahead, Dolphins. Uh, we have the Dolphins and Cleveland Browns. Um, Baker Mayfield. Um, his arrow is pointing up. He's been putting how together, up? How up? Like uh, how up? Like, it's like ninety degree angle up. Ninety degree. Yeah. <laughs> like straight up. Straight up. <laughs> straight up. Um, no, he means putting, ninety degree angles. He's going diagonally. Diagonally. Okay. Yeah. There straight. Straight up would be at twelve o'clock. It'd straight be like, up only if you're Travis Scott over here. Yeah. All straight right. up. <laughs> Go ahead. So he is uh, putting together a, a, a couple of uh, quiet games together where he is now putting his uh, offense on a better, um, just on a better uh, even keel where all the players now are on cohesive. They're playing better. Odell Beckham is a player that, I, that uh, I'm going to be, if I don't have him or I could not try to trade for him. He's going to go off this weekend. Um, Landry also quietly providing a lot of uh, safety blanket for um, Baker. Uh, Chubb, uh, he's getting the limited runs in the red zone, which is okay, but he's not getting any uh, of the work on, on on the air. It's been Kareem Hunt. So Kareem Hunt, I definitely, if it's not Madison, I consider Kareem Hunt the second most uh, valuable handcuff to... Um, to ch- uh, in, in fantasy football. Um, and Joku's also going to come back. Uh, Matthew gave us that news about him coming back with his uh, wrist surgery. Hopefully that just adds more weapons for Baker. And like I said before about Cleveland, I think they have the most favorable matchups coming into the fantasy playoffs. So, um, yes, his arrow is up, and so is everyone in the Cleveland Browns. Um, as far as Miami... Devontae Parker, like, has he been a world beater? He's been getting points and points and points. Um, how many games um, was thought that we could see this for? Not a lot, but Fitzpatrick has been slinging it. No problem. Um, Kalen Balazs, oh, my gosh. I I can't see why you'd be starting him, but if you have last week, he You're paid off with spite. a – Yeah, he, he paid you off with a touchdown, but I really don't expect much from there. Gazeki is getting a fair share of amounts of targets, so we will keep seeing if he does turn those targets into valuable touches for the foreseeable future of the Miami Dolphins. Um, but for now, it's um, it's also Alan Hearns also being the number two there. I don't see much going on there, but I do see him being a Miami native, how that was such a good move to be in, in the Dolphins because he's from Miami, so yeah, he went to the U. Um, other than that, I have the Cleveland Browns winning this, and I am taking the under. So the Cleveland Browns are, ten, are favored by 10.5, and, 
And the over-under is 44.5. I do like Baker Mayfield. He has been getting better the last three weeks. He went from week nine, number 14 quarterback, to number 10 and number nine. And his schedule is just going to get easier. It seems like now they're they're clicking, especially with Kareem Hunt. I think having Kareem Hunt it's is definitely helping and alleviating some of the pressure for the Browns. And Devonta Parker, the only thing, I know he has been a – a fantasy gem this this year, finally. You know, you're talking about a player that has been uh, consecutively a wide receiver two. And last week he was a wide receiver one, not for nothing. Uh, he is going against Denzel Ward, who's like ranked number 19 against uh, wide receivers. And he's ranked as number 19 as a cornerback. So it's going to be a little bit difficult for him, but uh, I see him like a, val- a, a valid wide receiver three flex play so in this game i do like uh I, I still do like the browns in this game and i like the over browns and over so now moving on to the denver broncos who are playing against the buffalo bills everybody in this game very simply gets a down tick unfortunately for me because of the fact now with james Conner out my next uh running back has to be devin singletary um the thing is with the Broncos, I mean, the defense doesn't make a lot of big plays, a lot of interceptions, a lot of fumbles, but they're still a strong defense. They only allow 3.7 yards per carry. The thing with Devin Singletary is that he still has big playability. You know, he still gets targets. He's getting a majority of the work. He's the lead back. Of, you know, it, it's you know it's taken over as a lead back for that offense. Not to say that Frank Gore is still not involved. Of course, still involved. Maybe he gets, you know, run game going to keep Frank Gore in a little more. But uh, Devin Singletary has been doing good all year long, especially on the yards per carry basis. So, and he catches the ball really well when he gets the passes thrown to him. So I, I still like Devin Singletary as like a flex play, running back three with upside. But it's a tough, tough matchup. You're not expecting too much. Just keep your expectations low when it comes to somebody like Devin Singletary. Josh Allen is the number six quarterback overall right now. You're definitely playing him. You're not worrying about that. But like I said, everybody gets a downgrade here. John Brown, for me, gets a downgrade here. John Brown is not like a must start. For example, in one league where I have Chris Godwin and Devontae Adams, if they both play, they're both must-starts for me, and they both will start. And my flex play will be between Robert Woods, if he ends up coming, which it looks like he won't, or John Brown or Jamison Crowder. I'm going Jamison Crowder over John Brown for this week. So John Brown, I get it. If you got to play him, play him. But, um, you know, I'm sure he'll still probably get you a touchdown. He'll still probably get you like three catches for, you know, 30 yards and a touchdown maybe, something like that. Or if he doesn't get the touchdown, whatever. But the point is, it's still uh, it's still going to be a tough matchup for him to produce what his wide receiver two numbers have been produced as of lately. Same thing goes with Curtland Sutton. Curtland Sutton seems to be almost like quarterback proof. Regardless of which quarterback is in there, you know, they're throwing him the ball. He's still putting up double digits. He's had double digit points. I think almost every game this season almost. But the point is, is that it's still a good Bills defense that he's going against. This is going to be a defensive match overall. Noah Fant also since the start of Brandon Allen, who has also been doing well for the Denver Broncos, has been getting a lot more targets and a lot more catches. If you are streaming tight ends this week, or if you hire somebody that has like Evan Ingram that is out, or you lost George Kittle and you're just juggling around your tight ends, Noah Fant is not a bad one. He's still available in a lot of the waiver wires out there. I'm surprised he's available in as many waiver wires as like the leagues I'm in. You know, usually it's like I'm in five leagues and like these are, oh, they're available in, you know, 90% of leagues and I'm always in the 10% when nobody's available. But Noah Fant is still out there. So, um, yeah, definitely, you know, he's, he's worthy of a, of a play, but once again, tough 
matchup. Overall, everybody has a tough matchup. Philip Lindsay, I'm not talking about Royce Freeman. I wouldn't play. But, uh, yeah, overall, everybody just has a tough matchup. I would just downgrade them from what they do on a weekly basis. A little bit lower today, but it does not mean that they are totally benchable overall. Give me still in this game, even though, uh, you know, Broncos also a good defensive stream also for the week because Josh Allen does uh, have the occasional interceptions and crazy throws and overthrows. You know, he's not the most accurate quarterback out there, though he is a sixth quarterback overall. He's still not the most accurate, but Broncos don't tend to make a lot of turnovers. Still, give me in this game the Bills and give me the under. The Bills are favored by four points. The over-under is 37. I like the Bills at home here. Uh, they have a good defense. Yes, I like it. I like them a lot. Sweep it. You go with the Bills. Sweep. All right, next game is the Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the Bengals are the underdogs, of course, by six and a half points, and the over-under is 39. I believe this is the lowest scoring game that Vegas has at the moment. Uh, in the Steelers' side, a lot of the players are hurt. They're banged up. So, you know, you're not starting Mason Rudolph, Jalen Samuels. You could definitely start. It looks like James Conner is projected to be out most likely. Jalen Samuels have given you RB1 numbers once and RB2 numbers one at one time and RB3 numbers one time. Uh, he hasn't been good as far as rushing and creating yards, uh, but he is getting those receptions and targets. Ever since uh, Conner has been injured, he's... His, the first week he played, 13 targets. Then he has seven targets and then six targets. He's a player that you play. He's playing against the Bengals, who is currently ranked 29 against running backs. But here's the tidbit here. The run defense has gotten better. The highest they have allowed since week seven is 18 points, two running backs. So they're no longer allowing the average uh, of, of 23 points a game. So they have gotten better. So Jalen Samuels, he's definitely some a player that a lot of people are going to start right away. Bengals, they automatically going to think that he's an easy play, like RB, RB2 maybe with uh, maybe some huge upside. But I see him at best as an RB3. The only thing that might save him is those targets. He is getting those five, six targets, seven targets, and that that might that's pretty his much floor. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty much his floor. I think you know you could probably get him as you know he's going to be a solid flex. That's about it. Uh, Deontay Johnson is is looking like he's going to play now. The Bengals are ranked fifteen against uh, wide receivers, so I know the Bengals they they just suck, right? They haven't won a game. So they're, yeah, they're in the lead so for number one. I, I just want everyone to listen to this and don't believe the hype since they suck. That all your players are going to do better, good. Like it's plug and play. Do you not? You're not going to. You cannot expect to put Deontay Johnson up there and expect him to give you some good solid numbers. That's what I'm trying to get at. Because mm. you think they're going to? Do you think so? Well, I mean, not so much Deontay Johnson because I know he's like also has the problem. But I mean. The, the Bengals' defense sucks, and there's no Juju Smith-Schuster. And you're talking about also uh, Pouncey is suspended this game. So you have another player, offensive line, that is been ter- has been terrible that they had just lost. Pouncey is a good offensive lineman. So there's going to be some pressure that Mason Rudolph, who is still young, and it he, doesn't he, look good at it all. It doesn't look good at the moment. It's at all. He, he, like they, at he, all. I, if anything, you know, the players that the, the the players that I like in this game is really the defense. For both sides. I think there's going to be turnovers on both sides. So it'll be low scoring. It's going to be a low scoring game. That's why Vegas has it at 39. 
So, like, I just say it's just still just a crappy defense, and yeah. there's just no, you know, more targets to go around for somebody. So, to me, fade away from all offensive players from the Steelers except Jalen Samuels because the Jalen Samuels, at least you know what his floor is. You really don't like Vance McDonald? Oh, yeah, you're right. Any tight end for any team. Is yeah, good. yeah. Vance, Vance <laughs> McDonald's is good. Sorry about that because the Bengals do, are number 23 against tight ends. Okay. So they do a and lot. And there's about, no James Conner and there's no yeah. Juju Smith Schuster. So the target's yeah. got to go to somebody. It's, it got to go to someone. Yes, yes. So I have, I did have Vance uh, McDonald's on my notes. Sorry. So I just uh, went over there. But yeah, so Jalen Samuels and. Vance McDonald's are the only players that I'll start for the Steelers. Now, on the Bengals side, hey, the Steelers have been balling on the defense. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking about they're 10 against quarterbacks, 6 against running backs, 16 against wide receivers. The only thing is that they do a lot, a lot of points to tight ends. I picked now, them off waivers. Nice. Oh, <laughs> you picked them off nice. waivers? <laughs> yeah, got them. Now, the highest uh, points they have allowed to quarterbacks uh, is 18.8 points since week nine so the last like four weeks they've been you know balling out and i don't expect ryan finley to be balling out especially now that they have uh they, they don't have that many wide receivers now they just lost uh what's the kid's name they lost Auden tate Auden tate is not playing right he won't be yeah he's questionable at the moment and yeah no it's 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 not as serious as they thought it was when he was like carted off not even carted off like there was an ambulance that came on the field and took wow. him away yeah, it was pretty bad. So Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick is going to be all day, every day on Tyler Boyd. And Tyan Erickson, Erickson is going to be matching up with Steven Nelson, who's ranked number nine against, uh, he's ranked, ranked number nine as a cornerback. That's not, you know, I, I don't see, I don't expect no points. The only player is Mixon in the Bengals side. I like the under in this game. And I, I like, uh, give me, give me the Steelers. Give me the Steelers. I'll take the Steelers. I want. Uh, but I give me the Bengals with, with the, the points. Give me the Bengals with the points. The six yeah, and a half. The points? Okay. Yeah, six and a half. I think it's going to be closer than expected. But uh, give me the Steelers winning. I'll take Steelers. You know. What do you say, folks? I'll take Steelers in the over. All right. All right. All right so, N- next game is the New York Giants at Chicago Bears. The Bears are favored by six points, and the over under is 40 and a half. Oh, Saquon, is he all right, Flex? Is he what? Is he all right? He's going to play. Okay. He's going to play. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hasn't been really effective. Um, I do keep a close eye on what the Giants decide to do with not only Ingram, um, but a Sterling Shepard. I think for the remainder of the season, they should just, you know, uh, sit them out, not get them any more hurt, risk them for injury. And with uh, the season coming to an end, I think that's the best, the best play. I also consider if maybe... If Saquon Barkley, if Saquon Barkley actually does feel better from that high ankle sprain, it was so surprising to see him come back so fast, and yet see him so you know almost ineffective. We do know what Wayne Gallum could do in one game of replacing um, Saquon Barkley on Saquon Saquon Barkley. I call him Barkley, <laughs> uh, okay. but with that said, um, you'd have to wait and see what what um, what Shermer decides to do when it. When, um, when if it's a smart idea to leave Sterling Shepard in concussion protocol and Solder as well, who's also in concussion protocol. But um, other than that, on the Giants' offensive side, I really don't see a player that I could be starting except for Barkley. Barkley, you don't like Golden Tate? 
Uh, Golden Tate only in the deeper of leagues or if it's in a PPR league. Um, Darius Slayton has also done very well. He has the chemistry going with Daniel Jones, but um, I think that's that. I think they should keep playing. I think uh, they should leave out Sterling and just keep Darius there with Daniel Jones and let them connect. But uh, other than that, on the Giant side, I really don't see anything that I could, I could really um, be excited about. Uh, the Chicago side, Mitch Trubisky. I mean, can these guys really? really put together a few games and realize that Tariq Cohen is the better option when getting a player like this. He's a matchup nightmare. No no linebacker, no no defensive player can can cover this guy. He's so small but so fast, and I think the Bears need to do more of that to get Mitch Trubisky. Honestly, Chase Daniel is the one that looks like the better of the two, but if they do incorporate him, um, Montgomery, I heard his ankle was been bothering him so i don't know if we get more doses <laughs> of cohen um alan robinson oh my gosh I, he was such a he was such a um a bright spot coming into the season and now you know he's done just so bad with the situation that's going on in chicago uh taylor gabriel as well um so if it's any player that i'm really looking forward to um to be a little risk risk assessed it would be Tariq Cohen if you want to shoot for the moon. If you want to play a little bit safer, the last couple games they have been using him. Um, he's been giving you a floor of three to four catches. And, you know, it's it's not the same like it was last year with Tariq Cohen, but if they realize of how good he could really be in the short game and get Trubisky to be confident and, and Chase Daniel to be confident, then I could see the Bears winning this game outright. And um, I'm going to take the Bears. I like how you said Mitch Trubisky and Chase Daniel. Yeah. Confident. Uh, yeah. All right. We'd have to see who, who they roll out, but yeah. Yeah, in this game, I like the Bears. Um, Giants' uh, defense is not that great. I know the Bears' uh, offense isn't, hasn't been great, but give me the Bears' defense over the Giants' defense. Mm. It, Screw it, it, you guys. Give me the Giants. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Screw you guys. And I like Golden Tate, not for nothing. Okay. Like, you're talking about a player that – Four out of the six weeks he, he's uh, played, he's has been a uh, wide receiver two or better. Okay. All right. So moving on now with the Jets and the Oakland Raiders. Uh, the Raiders. This is a game right here. It's part of also like the Sam Darnold run of good matchups for him. I recently in the league dropped Philip Rivers for Sam Darnold because I couldn't really drop anybody else and I needed a quarterback to stream for the week and I'm going to continue to stream Sam Darnold for the next few weeks to come because he has some good matchups. So Sam Darnold is definitely a really, really, it's probably the best play of the week when you're streaming a quarterback, at least for your fillers. You're missing a lot of quarterbacks like Kirk Cousins. You're missing, you know, Philip Rivers, uh, uh, Kyler Murray. So, yeah. And Pat Mahomes. So, you so you know, Kirk, uh, Sam Darnold is definitely a good play. Jamison Crowder is definitely a great play also for this week. He has been nothing short of very reliable. I'm not going to go as far as say, you know what? Yeah, I'll say fantastic. 22, 19, and 18 in the past three weeks. A touchdown at least in the, eight, in the last three weeks. No less than five receptions. No less than 76 yards. That was last week when he gave his worst performance out of the past three weeks. Uh, Sam Darnold likes him. Sam Darnold trusts him. And since that's the case, I like and trust him as fantasy as well. It's a good matchup with him going against the Raiders' poor pass rush defense and their poor passing defense. Uh, you know, uh, Ryan Griffin's another one. Definitely great play. Another great streaming tight end if you're also out with, uh, you know, you don't have Ingram, you don't have Kittle. 
Ryan Griffin is definitely taking over for that job that was supposed to be for um for what's his face a crowd uh, uh or Chris Hernod. But, yeah, Ryan Griffin has been doing really good. I mean, except for that game for the Giants. The guys had 24, 11, and 21 points. No less than five catches. No less than 50 yards. And he's had three touchdowns in the past four games. So, yeah, give me some Ryan Griffin this week as well against a bad Raiders defense. Uh, on, the, in, uh, on the Raiders side of the ball, the only thing is with the Raiders side of the ball, Josh Jacobs is a must start. But it's another game where you lower your expectations. I know I said last week that the Jets aren't that great. But you know what? They're better than what I thought they were doing. They're fourth against the run and the top 10 against the run in general against them. So, uh, But he has high volume, high usage. He's not somebody you could bench. He's still a top 10. Wait, what are you doing over there? What are you doing, bro? <laughs> he's, st- he's still a top 10 running back. Uh, you know, running back number nine overall, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, around there. Uh, you know, at least top 12. But regardless, Josh Jacobs still a must-start. Darren Wall is a must-start. And uh, the pass defense, I know, from the Jets is not that great. So, you know, you look to uh, you look to also start uh, Tyrell Williams. Derek Carr you know, has a pretty decent game. Uh, if you needed to stream him, I guess, yeah, it's a good matchup. Stream Derek Carr if you needed to. I like other players. Like, I like Sam Donald better than Derek Carr oh, yeah. in this game. Definitely tell you that much. But uh, Jets have a little bit of a win streak going. I don't see it stopping here. Give me the Jets and give me the over in this game. All right. I like I like the the Raiders in this game, not for nothing. And a player that... Well, the Raiders don't like you. Yeah. And a player that you didn't mention, but I think is a sneaky start, and I think he has high upside, is Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro, the last three weeks, has gotten five red zone targets. And he has run multi- double digits, 20, 20 routes, uh, on average, each game. Okay. And he's getting five or more targets a game as well. He's a guy that is a solid floor wide receiver three flex. And with the Jets, I've, I I could see him maybe being a wide receiver too. Nah, I wouldn't play him. Would you want to play him? Well, uh, um, he could be a wide receiver. Wow, okay. That's wide receiver high. too. A little, a he, little high for me. He was number 14, uh, wide receiver number 14 twice I would, in the I last would put him maybe the high. high that, that, One of those games ceiling. was like a crazy lucky catch 80 yards though. Yeah. I, w- I mean, I would put I would put him in in that wide receiver too, like you say. But if he does run more pass routes, twenty is not going to be enough. I see that yeah. he gets the red zone targets, but if he gets more of those pass routes, then I could see him getting to those numbers easier. But yeah, to me, he'll probably like three or four. But you gotta love the red zone targets. Five oh, of red course zone you targets. Love it, but what you don't, what's difficult to predict is the touchdown. So yes, it's encouraging, but you gotta see. Very it. true. But you saw what um, Darius Slayton did against the Jets. Just oh. saying. Yeah, All right. Sleep. So, yeah, I like the Raiders in this game, and give me the over. Juan? Uh, give me the Jets. That a boy, Juan. Yeah. That like a boy. Jets, yeah. Carolina Panthers and New Orleans Saints. Go ahead, Dougie. <clears throat> uh, in this game, Christian McCaffrey, of course. DJ Moore, you got to be – whoever drafted DJ Moore is very, very happy of what he has been come so far. You're talking about the last three weeks he went against Malcolm Butler. He had he, he ended up being the number 16 wide receiver. And against the Green Bay Packers, number nine wide receiver, and against the 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 Falcons, who have their defense just gotten just day overnight, they just they're lights out right now. Yeah, and he still ended up being a wide receiver fourteen with seventeen and a half points. Now you're going against you're you're going against the Saints, and the Saints are number twenty one against wide receivers, so they do allow points twenty three point six seven on average per game. Uh, You gotta like DJ Moore in this game, and. Everyone else, uh, more like an endowed Curtis Samuel is more of a shot in the dark. You can still play him, but I think he'll be like a flex play. On the Saints side, 
Uh, you start everyone that, that you know, Camaro, Thomas, Breeze. There's not much to talk about in this game. The, the, the Panthers are pretty good against uh, quarterbacks and uh, tight end. So Camaro, I think, is going to be one of like the top plays of this week. Are you holding on to Latavius? I'm sorry to interrupt. Latavius, if I'm holding on to him, of course, you got to hold on to him. I might even play him this week. Oh, well, I'm not playing him. You said I'm, hold. I might. You might play him. Yeah, yeah. I, it might be. It might be him, Cole Beasley, or Darius Slayton. Cole Beasley or Darius Slayton. Um, yeah, I think I'll, I'll, out of all those three, I'll go with uh, Latavius Murray. I think. And this game, give me the Saints. I lose, so help me God. The Saints are nine and a half. <laughs> Blame it. The, the Saints are favored by nine and a half. Damn and the over-under is 47. All right, so give me the Saints and give me the under. Quan? I'll take the Saints and the, you know what? I'll take the under. I yeah, won't take the Saints or, 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 or the Panthers. I'll take Latavius Murray to win it all. And the over. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Putting it all on. That a boy. Bet the house. Bet the house. Let it ride. Uh, no, yeah, give me the Saints. Give me the over. All right, so, Juan, talk to us what you feel about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, yeah, you, you definitely see the the defense change overnight. I, I think that has to do with probably Dan Quinn now, like, being more trustworthy of his de- defensive coordinator and just letting everyone just do their job. Yeah, he no, he's no longer calling the plays on the defensive side. Yeah, yes. so there you go. I mean, I, mean, I think that's uh, something that's going on in Cleveland, but... Cleveland, uh, yeah, uh, with uh, Atlanta, with with, uh, with the ki- uh, kitchens. I'm talking about, oh, about him okay. and that, gotcha. and that, and that idea. Ahead. But anyways, but um, but going back to uh, the Buccaneers, um, a d- disappointing game uh, for Ronald Jones. I really um, wanted him to do better, uh, maybe for next season. But for the time being, he's not a player that I'm really looking into or buy any stock in. Um, Godwin. Um, in redraft leagues, you know, maybe if you missed the trade deadline, would have been good to trade him away because I don't see um, it's going to be difficult for James Winston to really just maintain his erratic quarterback <laughs> uh, play. Um, Evans, you're starting without a doubt. Um, you're still thinking about what to do at tight end in Tampa Bay. I don't know. Maybe they should get rid of that position because they just, I mean, they really love Cameron Bray. OJ Howard, please go to uh, another team. The where Patriots, they, where they where <laughs> they value you, because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't deserve you. Um, um, we are also um, maybe by that by this time, if you're still in the playoffs and you're playing Peyton Barber, if you have another option, look elsewhere. Because um, who's playing Peyton Barber? Uh, you'd be surprised. There's I am people. now. You are <laughs> over Latavius Murray, <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, on the. Um, on the Atlanta side, you wonder if Brian Hill could really um, could really come through and show what fantasy owners were were expecting of him uh, last week. And there was a touchdown that was vultured, right? But um, they also have Devonta Freeman, who's saying that he's feeling a lot better. So it is a wait and see. Uh, but Brian Hill. I guess he's a hold for another week to see what else he could come up with. Um, Austin Hooper uh, dealing with an MCL sprain to see how long he's going to be out for. But for the time being, uh, we do see a lot of Calvin Ridley and a lot of Julio Jones. Um, I wouldn't be too concerned about the limp flex that you mentioned before of Julio Jones having. Mm -hmm. Um, He's still a gamer and not one of the best wide receivers in the game. Um, 
Give me the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> I see them pulling a win. Yeah, absolutely. Give me the Falcons. Oof. Uh, the Falcons. What's the spread on this game? All right, so the Falcons are favored by four and a half points at home. The over-under is 51 and a half. Give me the under and give me the Falcons. Yeah, give me the Falcons. Give me the over. Uh, the Detroit Lions and Washington Redskins here. This is going to be a good game fantasy-wise. I feel like there's a lot of fantasy implications all over here for this game, right? So it's fine. I, I read it. <laughs> uh, we try to cover up my notes. Luckily, I have a photogenic memory. The cane does you know well. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, talking about this, so uh, I'll start off with the Redskins side of the ball. So scary Terry McLaurin. We knew he was a fantasy stud with Case Keenum, and then with Dwayne Haskins now one of the center, he does not look. He looks like a shadow of himself than what the rookie was at the beginning of the year. How he was fantastic. It was astonishing. Probably good was in contention of talking about offensive rookie of the year. Not anymore with Dwayne Haskins under there. Uh, he is a flex play at best. He doesn't got. He's not get the amount of targets or even red zone targets that he did with Case Keenum. The thing is, is that the Lions defense is not good. Neither of these defenses are good. It's a good matchup for both of them offensively. So I could see Terry McLaurin here having a pretty decent game, um, you know, to, for him to score against them because it's a good matchup for him. So I don't mind Scary Terry this week, especially if you're hurting. Uh, there's other better plays I like than him, but there's also other plays that I don't like as much as him. Fair enough to say. With that, and also with Darius Geis, don't get too excited with Darius Geis. I know we had like a long, like forty yard catch last week or something like that, but um, it's 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 still kind of a wait and see approach. If you must start Darius Geis, if you must, I get it, but it's a very risky play. Any given Sunday, any second, he could just snap his ankles or whatever, snap his hamstring, whatever it is, pull his calf, Juan. Or whatever it is that he got hurt and get hurt again because that is what he's shown. He's we we haven't even we've seen him more injured than we see on the field. So, um, but once again, the Lions defense gives up the most points to the running backs. So I get it if you were to play him. He's also still going to give up touches for Agent Peterson. He's still going to be in the mix. Agent Peterson is still a flex play also for this week. I see him as a flex play. I'm more confident about Agent Peterson than I am about Darius guys or Scary Terry. So if you're playing any Redskins, Agent Peterson would be the best one. Terry McLaurin, then Darius Geis would be the third on the list for that. Uh, moving over to the other side of the ball for the Lions. Stay away from TJ Hawkinson, as you should at all times, even though I played him because I had to. I played him two weeks because I just had to. He had some good matchups. Still does not do nothing. So, Doggy, is it safe to say I was right about TJ Hawkinson from the beginning of the year? Yes. Thank you. So, um... Also, but Marvin Jones, Marvin Jones been getting a good amount of touches. I like Marvin Jones this week also to play. It's also a bad defense. Uh, also, because Josh Norman is going to be shadowing a lot more on Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay might have a tougher game because Josh Norman is not the Josh Norman of the past that used to fight Odell Beckham Jr. on the field when he was on the Panthers, but he's still a very good cornerback nonetheless. So Kenny Galladay is going to have a tougher matchup, but still could have a pretty good game here. Listen, Driscoll is not a bad quarterback. He also did pretty good last year when he was filling in for the uh, Bengals. He did pretty good. He didn't do that great, but, you know, listen, uh, uh, Tyler Boyd's numbers are still pretty high. So I don't mind. I'm not saying to play Jeff Driscoll. I'm just saying I don't mind for what he does for Marvin Jones and what he does for uh, uh, Kenny Galladay. 
he still does well for them. I'm not saying to play, but they last week he killed. He put I, up a I lot like of fantasy. I like Jeff Driscoll this week. I, he, I, I guess the Cowboys. He was number five. He was a number five quarterback. Yeah, no, I, I'm saying. And he, you're going against the Redskins. He does. You saw well. what Sam Darnold did, right? No, I'm saying. Yeah, he, okay. Driscoll like in a two quarterback. He's a good streamer. Yeah, yeah. no, he's a great a streamer. I, think. Yeah. I I still like Sam Darnold over him this week. You know what I mean? Like I I liked even Derek Carr over Jeff Driscoll this week because I trust him a little more. But I'm not saying I'm not saying to play him. I'm not saying to not play him either. You know what I mean? I just say I like other quarterbacks. What if you have Dak Prescott as uh, and he's going against the, no, the Patriots right now. Dak Prescott. You, right. Dak Prescott. I think I'll go Driscoll. I go Dak Prescott. I think Driscoll's going to have a better game than uh, you do that. Dak Prescott. <laughs> um, Maybe? No. Well, most likely, yeah, the chances are higher of him having a better game. But he's having yeah, a game. I played the, the probability. I played the higher, the pro, the higher pro, percentage I the of playing who's going to have the better, the better uh, game. The better player is Dak Prescott. Yeah. You play the better player. Yeah. Sometimes you get burned by that. Yeah, no, sometimes of course. You look yeah, at it week get, by week, of you know? course, that's uh, that, that's any time. But the thing is, is that the, this is what I see about the Patriots defense. I said this before. They have not faced a lot of really good quarterbacks all year long. The best quarterback they faced all year long was Lamar Jackson, and they lost. Every other quarterback they faced, middle of the pack, towards the back end of quarterbacks. This is another MVP candidate quarterback this year with Dak Prescott. So. Listen, he's a consideration. Listen, he's not going to win it. Driscoll had two tough match- matchups. He faced the Bears, and then he faced the Cowboys. Bears are a shadow of themselves as well. The Cowboys are good, but in the middle With of the, the pack. Bear, against the Bears, he was the number twelve quarterback. The Bears haven't been playing. And number five either. against the Cowboys. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just. I'm just saying that I think the no, Patriots yeah, pointing that out. The, yeah. the Patriots points fantasy wise that they've been putting up has been a fact because they haven't had really tough matchups. I mean, look at the division alone. Yeah, you're talking about the Redskins. You think the Redskins out of nowhere are going to be the team that's that's going to shut down Driscoll? Well, I, I would so rec- listen. You're recommending Driscoll over Pre- Prescott. I'm recommending Juan and I are saying Prescott over Williams. All right, uh, good, done. Driscoll. Uh, yeah. So and then also, uh, Bo Scarborough looked like he got the lead amount of uh, touches back there. JD McKissick, we know is going to be a change of pace kind of guy, but I wouldn't play McKissick, and I definitely would not play Ty Johnson. If you picked him up, or if you spend a lot of fab money on Bo Scarborough for whatever you know, because with, with, uh, you needed a running back desperately, maybe because you were missing James Conner or something like that this week. Uh, if you got to play him, go ahead, play him. Like I said, it's going to be a good matchup. It's going to be fantasy points all over here. Hopefully more than none because I am playing Marvin Jones in two must-win leagues. So hopefully that Marvin Jones kills. Keep your fingers crossed, boys. Give me the Detroit Lions in this game. Give me the over. So in this game, you got the Detroit Lions, huh? What's the spread on this game? I'm looking for it. What is it? Well, who do you have winning, first of all? Winning the game, not spread wise. Right. What is the winning the game? Well, spread is three point five. I have Detroit Lions, of course. All right, they're gonna beat go. the Redskins. The Redskins are not that great. Uh, the Redskins are actually the underdog at home by three and a half points, and the over under is forty one and a half. I do like the over in this game. Give me the over and give me the Lions. Of course, you'd like the over. Uh, give me the Lions as well from Detroit. All right, three Pete there. All right, let's keep this moving as we have to get through all the rest of these games as fast as we possibly can. All right. Seattle Seahawks against the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Eagles are favored by one and a half points. The over under is 48 and a half. Now, with the Eagles, wide receivers, they're pretty much depleted. They lost to Sean Jackson. Nelson Aguilar seems like he's. Alshon Jeffrey a back. He's not yeah. going to be playing. And Alshon Jeffrey seems like he's not going to play. Is it safe to say we're going to see a lot of Ertz and Godair? Yeah, and, and I love Dallas go there. If not for nothing against the Patriots, he was the number one tight end. I mean, not not number one. He was a tight end number one, but he ended up being the number nine tight end for the week. Nice. Uh, and I see it. I see it again. I see him being a uh, tight end one. 
for this week against the Seahawks, who are 27 against tight ends. Uh, as far as the wide receivers, they're not going to play any of them because they're hurt at the moment, unfortunately, for the Eagles. And Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is an interesting play. Seattle is pretty good against running backs. They're number 12. But he does get targets, so he's a player that you might be able to play because against against the tough Patriots defense, he had four tar- targets. Uh, he had two receptions with 47 yards. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, he's a player that just with the targets alone, he could be a solid, solid flex against the Seahawks. And in the Seahawks side, uh, Tyler Lockett, if he plays, of course, the secondary for the Eagles is not the best there. You know, they're ranked – number 29 against wide receivers so even if you want to take a shot in the dark and Tyler Lockett is not playing Josh Gordon might be a sneaky play that you could pick up and he could end up being a wide receiver three for you uh it, 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 the the Eagles are hurt they're not going to be moving the chain at all so I expect the Seattle Seahawks winning this game Chris Carson I know he's going against a tough run defense, but all he needs is a red zone touch, uh, touchdown, and that will pretty much uh, take care for the week for his performance. I, I like the Seattle Seahawks here, even though they're playing in Philly. The Philly, uh, Philadelphia, just they don't have that many weapons at the moment, and I, I, the Seahawks defense is they're okay. They're not the best, but they're okay, they're and I feel okay. they're going to have a good matchup yeah. and plan to execute. And give me the Seahawks and the under. I'll take the Seahawks. I mean, they don't have Russell Wilson. I mean, the Seahawks, they have Russell Wilson. That's uh, why. MVP. Carson Wentz has also been playing pretty good, but, I mean, with a depleted receiving core, who's he going to throw to? Um, Russell Wilson. Um, I'm also paying attention to DK Metcalf. If Lockett doesn't go, I'm interested in DK Metcalf. He has a lot of of um, of this um, rapport with Russell Wilson, especially in the red zone. And they've shown it time and time after again. They just keep going to him at the red zone. He's really been scoring a lot of red zone looks. And so I'm just going to keep um, close attention to DK Metcalf going down the stretch of the fantasy playoffs. So, yeah, give me the Seahawks. Quick question after the Mason Wilson is You guys have no idea where I get that Dallas Gordon at. You have no idea where I say that from, right? It sounds like from a Boston water, accent. From Water Waterboy, right? No, it's not there. Toy Story. Like- no. I'm not going to waste time with that. Uh, where? <laughs> The Simpsons. Okay. Okay. It was an episode where where you had like the French guy goes like it's chowder, sir. It's like chowder. It's like chowder, chowder, it's chowder. And he kept making fun of him. Like, Which season? Uh the season six. What number episode? What number episode? What number episode, huh? I really don't know what season okay, I we'll throw it out there though. Do you believe me though? It's a young one when they thought six. when they thought that uh, uh Bart killed somebody, but he killed like like a beat up a server. No, no, it wasn't him, it was uh, the mayor's son. But he's like chowder. <laughs> All right, anyway. go there. It's go there. It's like move on, move yeah, on, yeah, move, move on. on. Uh, Jaguars at the Tennessee Titans. Wait, the Titans. wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah, you didn't, yeah. Pick, you didn't make a pick. No, uh-huh. give me the Seahawks. Yeah, he, he also, when you're also talking, also talking about uh, Carson Wentz. Talking about his doing good. Uh, I had him on the waiver wire as well, and I ended up picking Sam Donald over him. I like Sam Donald over Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has not been doing that good. Awesome. So, in my, in my in my opinion, I rather play Sam Donald over Carson Wentz. Yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. So go on. Uh, Jacksonville Jeff Jaguars. At, Jeff Driscoll. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn Driscoll, boys. <laughs> you also don't play Red Dead Redemption. You wouldn't get that joke. No. For sure. Jaguars at Titans uh, at Tennessee. Tennessee is going to be favored by three points. And the over-under is 41 and a half. Go ahead, Juan. 
Um, there's this good song. Make Tennessee, it quick. Tennessee. All right, I'll make it quick. AJ Brown is coming back. Corey Davis is coming back. But does that mean you start them? No, it's the Tennessee Titans. The only <laughs> one that you see is starting in this team is honestly Derrick Henry. Um, Jono Smith and Delaney Walker are back, so that's also a positive thing. We have to wait and see what happens with Ryan Tannehill, if he's even a good passer of the ball, because some plays he does good and some plays he he just really kind of looks like Mariota. But it's been a significant upgrade uh, over um, over Mariota, have them moving on. Um, who was the other team? Tennessee and... Jaguars and the Jaguars, yes, the Jaguars. <laughs> so uh, DJ Shark, I don't know, probably in jeopardy of not playing. Did he practice this past? No, day? he's questionable. But he's questionable. He's playing. So um, Westbrook, I'm looking at. He looks like uh, he's going into the week healthy. So Westbrook is probably one that I'm looking at. Um, Fournette, you're starting, of course. Uh, important if you do have, if you do have uh, Fournette. Uh, having Reichel Armstead in your bench. There's no indication want. of uh, DJ Charks in danger missing time due to his hamstring injury, but his participation in the week's final two practices will be worth tracking closely. Okay, so yeah, we're just going <laughs> to keep paying uh, close attention to that. Uh, Foles has been doing good. Um, Minshew Mania has already died down, but with that, this is kind of what we're seeing the layout for next year. What are they going to do? Where are they going to go? Are they going to add more receivers? Um, DJ Shark has just been a world beater too he's just been a superstar and if he's if he's active you start him if he's not active maybe in a deeper league you consider Westbrook uh Fournette you're starting with confidence the added targets is awesome and yeah give me the Jags I have a question I have an answer all right so with the the breakout year that this guy's having Mm -hmm. DJ Shark Mm -hmm. would you rather have him or Odell Beckham in Dynasty Shark Shark. Me too. Yeah. Shark. In Dynasty, if you're asking Yeah, you're saying Dynasty. In Dynasty? Yeah. Yeah. Odell's a better player. Even this season. Who Odell would, you, who, who would you rather have this season? Shark. Right now? Yeah, At right this now. moment, Redraft. if you tell me, give me one of them right now. Right now. The Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham? Odell Beckham. I go because they have a good season coming up. That's why they have a good uh, no, not see, uh, remaining uh, schedule. Remaining schedule. Yeah, schedule. Yeah, excuse me, excuse oh me. my gosh! Don't you like the targets? The amount of targets that DJ Shark got with Nick Foles? Because that was the, that was one thing that I bet you as a Shark owner mm-hmm. was a little bit worried. I own him in almost every league, but you were worried now yeah. with Nick Foles being the the quarterback uh, under center. Is he going to lose some targets? You know, but it seems not, especially with the offensive coordinator Di Filippo. He loves mm-hmm. to run. Uh, you know. Throw the ball a lot, he so does. I see it. And for Ryan Tannehill, not for nothing, Ryan Tannehill has been a respectable quarterback. Has, has been respectable. He's yes, been respectable. He's been, he's been a QB one three out of the last four weeks. Yeah. And and the last time he played, he was ended up being QB thirteen. So respectable. He's, he's, Hi, Mister Tannehill. He, How are you? Hey, a quarterback one number is not not bad. You know, if he ends up being a QB one, that's not bad. So yeah, yeah. he's 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 a good guy. In this game, give me uh, the Tennessee Titans in this game. Give me the Titans as well for this game. Give me the under as well. Dallas Cowboys at New England Patriots. We were talking about this a little bit earlier. So uh, just to mention it again, you know, uh, Michael Gallup, I would just, he's been doing too good to bench lately. That's the thing. He's been, you got to ride the hot hand with this one. I think he's got to just go through the fire. Is there players that will do better than him? Sure. Is it, is it, is it easy to call? Absolutely not. It's, I, I would still play him. I would still put him in there just because he's been doing that good lately, and uh, just it, like it's 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 difficult. Like, would you play him or or, or scary Terry McLaurin against the Lions? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's some certain times, certain matchups you would think about playing. I would probably play Gallup, but still, I get it. 
Uh, I like I said, I just think that the the Patriots defense, as good as they are, and they are very good. Don't get me wrong, but as good as they are, they have not faced a very good <laughs> offenses, and they have not faced very good quarterbacks like Dak Prescott. How he's having a very good season this year. So, uh, play Gallup. Mark Cooper, I think, is going to have the harder of the bunch because they're very good at taking out the wide receiver ones. The Patriots, regardless of who the quarterback is, they're good at out, taking out the wide receiver one. Zeke, you're definitely playing. Uh, Jason Winning gets you know played more than not, which I don't know why, but he's you know he's still he steadily gets you like three catches a game. So Jason, so, um, all those things are a factor, and all those games are play. Um, all those guys are a play, and then you know you just don't. I don't know uh, any sneaky plays as far as the Cowboys side of the ball, but with the Patriots side of the ball, Philip Dorsett was back at uh, was available, so it looks like he's going to play. So it's a very good defense. Also with the Dallas Cowboys, it should be pretty a good game overall. Uh, Tom Brady, I actually like other quarterbacks more than Tom Brady. Like I like Sam Donald over Tom Brady this week. Not for nothing to be honest with you. So yeah, I got it goes in Julian Edelman. He's also a better quarterback than I like the Tom Brady last week's pass. Bad joke. But the point is, is that you still play uh, Edelman. You still play all the obvious uh, uh, Patriots players. I know it's a little bit always a conundrum with the run game, uh, but. At this point of the season, I'm not sure if you have any other fillers to play over somebody like Sony Michelle. I would stay away from Rest Burkhead. I still see some people pick him up. I don't know why. Don't pick him up. Don't play him. Leave him on the wave yeah. wire where he belongs at this moment. Sony Michelle Burkhead. and White are the ones. Yeah, White is definitely a play 100%. Uh, Sanu also, his ankle. Uh, Sanu is going to play. He, no. Oh, okay. He, he's uh, he's I heard, targeted he's, I heard, uh, back. I heard, I heard uh, multiple couple, weeks now. I heard it was culpable. Public, I heard, I heard, I heard we'll he was back, back at the media and he was at back at practice. I heard. That's what you heard? That's what I saw. Great Vines. Through the grapevine. You got to look that up right we now, We got to look that up to get... Oh, no, wait. Wait, wait. Sanu did oh, not go through position warm-up. Yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry, he's him and, him and Dor- We, we want to get you the, Him and Dorsett were there, but Sanu did not go through that. Oh, so they were just hanging out. So could we see more? a little bit more Edelman? Could we see a little bit more White? I mean... I love White. White's <laughs> definitely going to be like an RB1. Miles Garrett alleges that yeah. Mason Rudolph called him a racial slur prior to his, prior to his brawl. Wow. <laughs> What? <laughs> what did you say to me? And then you hear the music. What did you call me? And then you hear the music. Podcast. All right. Uh, anyways, give me the Patriots in this game. Uh, yeah, give me the Patriots at home. I know they they're pretty much. Uh, Depleted in the wide receiver court. They definitely, Pass they, catchers, they definitely wish them. that Antonio Brown didn't. Oh do my that. gosh! Can you imagine? <laughs> I know. And uh, Josh Gordon. I don't know why they just quit on him. Uh, I, I thought there was something extra more. Russell Wilson's enjoying it. Yeah, he's enjoying it. He that just sounded like, weird, you. but you know what I mean. All right, well, who do you have in this game, Juan? You know what? This is gonna be tough. Give me the Patriots. All right, so <laughs> I like the under in this game too. Give me the under as well. Give me the under. Yes. Green Bay Packers, San Francisco 49ers, last two games of the week. Let's get through these guys. Go ahead, Doug. So you got the Sunday night football game, the Packers at the Niners, and the Niners are favored by three points, and the over under is forty seven and a half. Now, the Niners, they have been lights out defensively, but not as of late. Right now they're currently ranked number two against quarterbacks. Uh, which is a, on average a 10.9 fantasy points. But here's the tidbit. They, they're number two, but they allowed 26.7 fantasy points to Kyler Murray last week. And the lowest that they have allow, allowed since week 10, the lowest that they have allowed since week 10 is 16.58 fantasy points. So it seems like people have unlocked what the Niners scheme has been, and they're playing them better. So... Just don't be scared. 
playing against the Niners that they're automatically locked. They're an automatic lock defense, and you cannot play whatever player you have, like the likes of Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones and even Devontae Parker. I mean, Devontae Adams. Sorry about that. So in this game, those players that I mentioned, they're starting no, no matter what. Now, Tevin Coleman, last week he had a, an opportunity to be the bell cow, and he ended up just scoring 9.2 fantasy points. He has struggled. He had 12 carries, three red zones. Three red zones are good, but he had 12, 12 carries, 62 yards, and it just didn't happen against the Arizona Cardinals defense. So he's a player against the Green Bay Packers that uh, I think you're still going to play him. Uh, you're still going to play this guy. The, the Packers are 28 against running backs. Uh, a player that I do love, I do love, is Debo Samuel. He's been a beast, a beast of a player. The last two weeks, he's been a wide receiver one. Number 10 against the Seahawks and Trey Flowers. And number 11 against the Cardinals, against Byron Murphy. So this week, he's going against the the, the Packers. They're ranked number 11, but I still like his opportunities there. The, uh, the Packers do allow 20.67 fantasy points. Uh, I, I see them. I see him still being a valuable asset. He's definitely going to be like a wide receiver too in this game. The tight end. It seems that George Kittle might miss another game, so Ross Dwelly might be doing welly. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, against the Cardinals, he was the number six. Of course, wow. the Cardinals are one of the worst t- uh, defensive team you against start, tight ends. Yeah, any tight ends but, against the Cardinals, you start. But the Pack- Packers are number twenty nine against tight ends. So. If Kittle's out, pivot to Dwelly, and Dwelly will be doing some Dwelly, I guess. <laughs> but all in all, in this game, uh, give me the Packers. I think, uh, you know, they had the bye week, right? So they they had extra time to prepare. And give me the under 47 and a half. Um, I think I'll go with the Packers. Yes, uh, team coming back from the bye. Uh, what kind of quarterback is uh, the 49ers going to have? Like, what kind of Jimmy G? Is he going to be good or is he going to be bad? None of the pass catchers really interest me unless it's Debo. Debo is also hunt- handling some sort of injury, which was also reported. The running game is the only thing that really interests you in here. So Tevin Coleman to see what he does with his split. Uh, Matt Breida is going to come back soon. Also, a lot of Mostert being in there. So... Not really much fantasy goodness there unless you have Kittle and you're waiting to see when he comes back. What do you say, Flex? Give me the Niners. Right. Niners are going to win. Niners? Psst. And the over-under. Give me the over. Oh. All right, the last game of this week's matchup is the Baltimore Ravens at Los Angeles Rams. Okay, Juan. And the Rams are underdog at home by three. And the over-under is 46 and a half. What's up? Um, what's up? What's I up? wonder if Cooks could really help out the Rams, maybe because they didn't have this deep deep threat. Maybe it could open things up for Goff. I don't know. This whole Robert Woods situation is very weird. Um, so you're starting Cup. You're starting uh, Cooks if he's available. Why not? Fire him up. Um, Goff against, the, against the, um, the Rams defense. I mean, if you have a better option. If you have Dr- Jeff so, Dris- Driscoll. Yeah, I'd rather start Jeff Driscoll over I would. And, and you, since you mentioned mm-hmm. Cup is a start, yeah. aren't you worried with the last two weeks he has given you a, cl- uh, 
a total of 6.3 fantasy points. No, because I don't think it's a cup thing. I think it's more of a Rams thing. And they're offensively not clicking and and just really being working out a game plan where to get him the ball. So I think they're going to fix that. I think he's going to bounce back. When you have zero catches, I mean, what, what's going to happen? You're probably going to get a catch or two. So he's going to... There's only, there's only there's one only way, one to, way go. to go so up, right? you're starting. <laughs> Gurley looked good uh, with, uh, with the amount of touches that he's had. They also mixed a little bit of Brown in there. So anyone that's been holding on Daryl Henderson, you could drop him. Um, you just... Um, Stay, stay the the course with the Rams, and and hopefully they get to figure it out. On the Baltimore Ravens side, I mean, tight ends, tight ends, tight ends, tight ends. Any of the three? More tight ends. Uh, oh, give me all three. <laughs> he really targets all of them, but the one is Mark Andrews. I would consider having maybe one of the other tight ends there, as in case if I'm a Mark Andrews owner, if I'm getting close to the playoffs and I want to have depth in case anyone gets injured, I'll probably roster one but even that's a little bit too crazy uh marquise brown i really did uh want to see more from him last week he had a he had a good matchup where i could have seen him exploit and maybe get hot towards the end uh and really see um the ravens opening up this uh passing game but as what we see is lamar jackson's just been running running and throwing to the tight ends and throwing more to the tight ends and running and throwing to the tight ends. I want to see more on the outside numbers. But if not, if this is the formula for them to win, I think that's what they're going to keep doing. And uh, Mark Ingram, a lot, a lot of of um, of touchdown upside because of getting in so close to the red zone. He doesn't get as much qu- uh, quality usage as a as a bell cow but they mix in gus edwards who's also been doing very very good um so he's another good handcuff you should think about uh but yeah i think i'm going with the uh the ravens in this one yeah give me the ravens in this one i hope that gerald everett does work because i need him to because it's another one of these must win situations like i yeah. need him to do work and that's part of my three-headed monster team of uh tyreek hill michael thomas and deandre hopkins yeah gerald so. uh everett i would hold so yeah i, I, I hope he yeah. does good all right, doggy. Yeah, give me the Ravens in this game. All uh, right. Under, all right. Cue the Miles Garrett music. All right, party people. <laughs> that is the episode here for today. Juan, thanks for joining us once again. I'll Anytime. see you again next week. All right, man. Party people, always hit us up at BNB Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter. I got to go and feed my dog now. Success of the less, party people. Peace. Peace to the Middle East. Success of the less. Latest.